You know how people do like the chamoy rims? They do a Ooh. foot by the foot rim? Sounds like a very poor version of that. It does. No spice. Look at it. What the heck? Kinda. I feel like that's gonna be promising. There's no flavor. Let me see. Hmm. Try that. You just put fruit roll up on yeah. it? Yeah. No, it tastes like shit. I just wanted to see you try it. <laughs> right, here you go. Thank you, sir. Here's your trash. I guess we'll go live in three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This Welcome is back. the Five Percent Podcast. Yes, sir. I got my co-host right here hosting it. We're gonna switch off every week, every other week, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's nice not hosting it for once, so I can sit yeah. back. Yeah. Enjoy my munchies real quick. Actually, before we get into, all right, y'all. So welcome back to the Five Percent Podcast. I know we were gone for what, like a week. Yeah. Gone for a week. Back again with a back to school episode. So what I decided to talk about today is share the knowledge uh, because I know our college students are starting Monday. So I want to ask everybody for the incoming freshmen, new people to this? campus. What is your thing that you think every freshman should know, regardless of what college campus they go to? Damn, that's tough. Man, know your food. Mm. Like, what kind of food is available to eat mm. during lunchtime? Oh, yeah. And, of course, at Fresno State, there's a place called a Budget, and you can get a beer. Mm -hmm. But don't get too They're drunk. They're freshmen. They can't drink a oh, beer. Oh, yeah, you guys are freshmen. Huh? <laughs> my bad, my bad. Yeah, don't, don't touch alcohol until you're 21. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your breaks, definitely. Like, if you have a gap in between classes, please, for the love of God, like, go take a nap if you're dorming. Just go chill in the library, book a study room. Ooh, study rooms. Book a study room. Use them when you're taking quizzes and all. Hit up your classmates. Get studied together. My big thing is know that everything's new Dude, right this now. This is stuck in my teeth. I don't think there's a chewy. Just hear me talking about fruit roll-up. But the biggest thing, understand that you're new, and everybody you're hanging out with now, you probably will not hang Whoa. out with. This is good. Semester. True. That's true. <laughs> I'm hella off topic, but this is good. What did you get? Pina colada. Pina colada. Hmm. That's true. I've made like a lot of friends in my classes. Like I like being the person that like has at least like one person to hit up for notes, like vice versa. Um, Cause I would miss class often. So would like my classmates. So then we would just like um, switch off, but we'd like get each other's snaps, get each other's Instagram. And then by the end of the year, would not talk to them. Yeah. But it's cool to like know, like you know each other, like from class. Good, good to have mutuals. Definitely. All right. So I guess that was our tips. Now I want to know what's the one college memory you have that will, you will never forget. Could be good or bad. I'll never forget the fact that I joined a fraternity, man. Yeah, what, what made you decide to join? You know, I saw this guy named Cruz <laughs> sitting on a booth one time. Boy didn't care to freaking get me in there. I, I didn't think he was about joining the Greek life. He just had me a flyer, he started talking to my friend, like, all excited. I was gonna prove, so I proved him wrong. He did the fruit roll up room. He, he just joined. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should wrap it around my do that? Oh, Here, try it. Let me show you guys what they're doing. <laughs> so they got a fruit roll up and wrapped it around the rim. There's no flavor in some of these. Like this one's kiwi mojito, but it literally tastes like alcoholic water. If we're being honest, I would never recommend these truly no. poolside. They're yeah, don't buy these. Don't we're just finishing them off from like what week? They've been in the oh, fridge dude, here. Um, next time you go to 
Dodger's game, I need you to go to like a store in LA. Like any like store, like a Target, like a look. I highly doubt they have the um, liquor stores, but I need you to go to like Target or some sort of like big, like Bedmore or something like that mm -hmm. and get these ne Nectar Heart Seltzer Pack. Nectar Heart Seltzer. They're Asian flavors and um, usually a lot of people don't like Heart Seltzers because, like, for example, like this one. Mm -hmm. But I heard the Nectar ones are really. We can hit up. We can hit up um, Save Mart for next week. They have the Simply Lemonade ones. Mm -hmm. Simply Lemonade Hearts. See, I, I feel like alcohol distribution is so crazy because like it's just so regional. Like there's yeah. a tequila I want to try. It's called like Ritona. Oh, can't find it anywhere. Besides like in San Francisco, but I'm not gonna pay forty dollars for shipping. Yeah, no. But yeah, there's that. Where were we at? Uh, college memories. Ah, oh, college memories. All right. So Musashi, is that yours? Going Greek? Or is there? Or are we just being dumb? <laughs> Honestly, my college memories. Um, actually being able to graduate. I got my bachelor's. I'm doing my master's now, but the fact that um, being in college, you're just like you're in college, you're in school again. But the fact that you finish, that's like one of the core memories you're gonna have. Like you actually did it. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people give up halfway through and just like it's too much. While I twelve units, that's like what four classes. Mm -hmm. A master's, I only need to take three classes as a full time, and it's big difference. Yeah, definitely. Not agree. I think um, we all kind of remember that feeling when you, when you're done. Yeah. Like it's it's bittersweet because you're like damn like a, you actually do it, and then you also have that feeling you're like okay well what's next and I think that's a it's a, it's a really cool feeling yeah what about yeah. you Sabrina what you say mine would be the way I met my boyfriend um, <laughs> <laughs> met him at a party I literally I was with my girls at a party and. Uh, it was kind of dead, like we weren't feeling it and it was one that I didn't even want to go to and we were just like, you know what, we'll leave in like an hour. And I was actually talking to Bryce and Adrian, I met them that yeah. day. Um, and we were talking, it was me, Bree, Bryce, Adrian, and he comes up to me and he has a beer and he goes, you want a shotgun a beer with me? Never met him in my life and he hands me a beer and I go, yeah. I was like, this guy's hot, sure. I, if you know me, I hate beer. I hate beer. Had never shotgun. I think I had done one shotgun that same day, like an hour prior. Couldn't do it. But I was like, this guy's hot. Gotta impress him. And the first thing he does is his party trick where he like pops it open with his tooth. She was like, oh. I was like, oh. Said, this is the I one. I was like, oh. Um, shotgunned with Brother him. Brother in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're scaring off the... No. <laughs> but yeah, we literally met at a party after that. Um, and literally spent every day together after. Dang. Like, I was big simping for this guy. I thought it was just going to be, like, something casual. I met him at a party. No, nope, fell in love. See, that, that's going to go in, like, a rap one of these days. That's, <laughs> that's a college love story right it there. It is. Dang, no. Um, oh, that's crazy. Guys, if you're hearing this, ask her to shotgun. It works. I think that's a big thing you learn in college is how to just be more social and, mm -hmm. like, start conversations, stir up those kind of things. I've seen some very... Not to say non-social people, but people you wouldn't think would be that social, be able to go stir up and like. Oh yeah. Talk to people. My homie Jordan from China, <laughs> social butterfly. He was on there. He had everybody's number, man. He was talking yeah. to everybody. Like it was cool. Yeah. It was a good time. Funny way you It's just dangling. It's it's better. It tastes good. Okay, massaging. <laughs> Roll ups and trulies, What's yours, Chris? Mine. Ooh, that's a hard one. I feel like college was such a good time just because like you were doing a bunch of different things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was a college DJ. A lot of those parties were fun. Icon. Um, and I think, like, not even college parties going to them was fun, but just putting them on and, like, organizing them. Like, that was a crazy thing. Yeah. But I'd say my favorite aspect of college, not just, like, a core memory, but an aspect was, like, being well-connected with people in class mm -hmm. and then turning up with those same people. 
You know what I'm talking about? Like, I got, mm-hmm. like, man, I, I was at parties with people that are, like, running for public office. <laughs> They're sheriff deputies now. Uh, people that are teachers, like, going to med school. Yeah. Uh, people that are, what do they call They're pharmacists now. Like, it's, it's just crazy to think that, like, there we were, just having the time of our lives at, at college. Like, it's crazy to see who we're partying with and, like, the careers they, like, go yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see them at, like, raves. We party together and everything, and I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. name jobs, but I'm like, oh shit, no, I know what exactly who and what you're referring to. But yes, yeah. that's one of the cool things, and that's why it's just so important, I think, to be connected with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I will ask now: is like, what's the biggest life lesson you learned in college? Be social. Like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there to meet more, like, meet more people. I think um, one of the best things that I did when I did go Greek was. Um, make all like the connections that I did because even after I dropped, like I had so many friends still in my circle. Um, obviously like when I started dating my boyfriend, I met like you guys through his frat and like all my sorority sisters, everyone outside. And it's like, I think I did not enjoy college until I put myself out there and met more people, especially like I love mutuals. Like even like people that like I've never met before, but like we'll see around, Mm -hmm. like you see them eventually and you're like, Hey, like you think that you already know them, get to know them. You'll have like bigger circles to know. Ah, that makes sense. Makes no, it more enjoyable. Definitely. What about you, Masashi? What was the question? You <laughs> <laughs> was just enjoying the food. Um, I would say, what's the one thing college taught you? Uh, probably same um, answer as Sabrina. Um, the friends I have right now, like, if I didn't join, like, it doesn't have to be fraternities, but, like, you just join uh, simple clubs, and you'll have your friend circles. You'll meet your friends. You want, a lot of people in high school, is, like, teachers told me, your friends in high school, they're not going to be your friends anymore. And that was really true. I got, mm-hmm. I don't keep in touch with like a lot of them. I probably like two, but college is where you make your actual friends and you'll know which one will stick with you for like the rest of your life. Like I, the friends I have now, I feel, I could say safely that I'll have them like for my entire life. Like no matter how long we don't talk to each other, like, they're still going to be my friends. I could reach out to them and we could just, we'll talk like we haven't, like, what is it, like? Like when you don't see each other, but like, like yeah, right, 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 yeah, we don't need to, like, we just tip off right away, like, we talked yesterday. I think that's one of the big things about college, too, is, like, the friends you make there, you're making as adults. Yeah. So, like, you guys have similar schedules, or if not, you guys at least understand, like, what an adult friendship looks like. And I think a lot of people don't really, like, have that beforehand. <laughs> but, um, cool. Okay, I guess the other thing I should ask is, like, college tailgates because football season is right around the corner what are some things you should know about college tailgates next thursday is next oh, thursday the first tailgate next thursday their first game really i wish i could tailgate man but work uh yeah dude if i could <laughs> if i could call off work i will but man the money's too good at this point oh yeah for athletics that's what's that that oh that's a good one Masashi, i want you to talk about getting a job on campus because you've always had like some mm-hmm. some cool jobs on campus like tell me about that to be honest, my first job on campus was dishwasher, and that was a real shitty job. At the dorms? No, at the bucket. Mm. Oh, that's right. But um, that was like an actual first job like I got, getting paid and stuff. But I highly don't recommend working there as a dishwasher. But the, honestly, the best way to get the jobs on campus is to know someone that worked, is already working there. Because um, the job I have now in athletics, I got, I got put in there because uh, I had a friend that was in there just putting a word for me. No interview, no nothing. I got in it. And then I built my way up, and then the job right now I got. Oh damn! Uh. <laughs> my bad, it's carbonation. <laughs> Anyways, um, the job I have now I got 
I could say like three people in right away. And that's like a job you will not know that they're hiring because it's so like low key about it. Oh, that's very true. I would say that about college jobs. Like, there's so many hidden jobs. I was the freaking mascot for two years. Like, <laughs> there are so many hidden jobs that you just learn about by talking to people. And, um, yeah, I agree with Musashi, knowing somebody in there. I knew a guy. I worked with a guy that was the mascot. And I was like, yo, what do I have to do? And he was like, hey, just pull up. They're going to put you in the suit. You just got to dance and then do it, you know. <laughs> and then they, they said, all right, you got it. So, like I said, it's all about who you know. That's why I think college, college is all about networking. Like, yeah. Y'all remember shit you learned in classes? No. Couldn't tell you anything. Can't even tell you what the Pythagorean theorem is. I don't know. Yeah, I can make lesson plans for you if you want. <laughs> but yeah, they, knocked that, they knocked those things in me for like two years straight. Oh, well, we're going to go into that next. But that's what I want to say is like, yeah, like college, it's, it's about connections and just learning how to like manage yourself, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but that actually was actually segwaying perfect. I want to do this. I saw this on TikTok. What was your major when you entered college and what is it now? Or what'd you graduate as, I should say? I graduated kinesiology, but before that, I was a biology major. So I got an AA in that. I don't know if you guys know. I got, I got my associates in biology. Mm. And then I just, I just had a requirement to get the associates on that, so I just transferred my credits to the city college, and I just got my bachelor's. I didn't go to city college or anything, but I did that. And then I got my kinesiology um, degree. I took a year off. I highly recommend taking a year off. That year, you will find yourself just working, just trying to find yourself what you want to do. And then if you're considering going to master's, go for it. Best decision of my life. Super easy. Professors there know that you're not going to fuck up in it because you're obviously not in bachelor's. You're in master's. You're going for higher education, higher than bachelor's. So they're going to be there to help you out no matter what. Yeah. And honestly, the lowest grade they're ever going to probably give you is a B because if, you if you're under 3.0, they put you on probation. And then your second year, if you get under 3.0, you're kicked out. Oh, I know that. But I, know that. I promise you, professors there... We'll help you out. They're not they're not assholes or anything because you're doing your masters and they're there to help you out. A lot of times they're like they know what the higher ed like system is too. They already know like the struggles of it. Yeah. They know you're not there for bullshit. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. What about you, Serena? Did you did you did you stay with the skin major? Yeah, started sociology, graduated sociology. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now I'd say uh yeah I started with uh, journalism, graduated with journalism, but now I'm a teacher. So. <laughs> yeah, I think when I started sociology, I wanted to pursue being a social worker, mm. but then I think it was that one documentary on Netflix of um that kid uh Gabriel, the little boy that was like in like abused in his household cps didn't help him out like i think i watched that on netflix and realized like i could never not be emotionally attached to the cases that i'd be involved Mm in so i decided i'm sticking with sociology but when i get to my master's do counseling and pursue being a high school counselor oh nice Mm -hmm. very cool that's the one thing i would highly recommend is if you're thinking about getting your master's like go for it i didn't do it right after high school i started right after college and i still haven't it's so hard to get back in the loop once you're out if you want to get your master's shoot for any major you want Mm. I got a kinesiology degree, and I'm doing my master's in industrial technology. Damn. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother <laughs> world, I'll tell you that, but all you need is, obviously, you got to have a good, like, average GPA. Personal statement, I think that's a key, key thing. So, write out one hell of a personal statement, and then getting three letter recommendations is probably the hardest part in the whole process. Mm. Just finding those three to, like, back you up and convince, like, those people reviewing your applications, that's... Yeah. That's a major key. 
That worries me because I don't think I ever made a connection with a professor. Like I had repetitive professors, but obviously with COVID, that took a year, like a year and a half from us. Mm, yeah. And that's where where like my upper divisions came with the professors that like I had, and some of them were still remote. So like the professors that like I needed a like needed a connection with that would like get me those recommendations. Like I have no relationship with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to like I think because yeah like being a teacher I think if a student asked me for a, for a letter of rec like obviously it's easier if you know them but I mean I would write one if they even if I like vaguely you know as long as they did what I needed to do in the class yeah that's true you could ask for it but you gotta like on your end you gotta ask like what it's for so you could yeah, write it yeah, oh, yeah, yeah definitely gotta be like it's for this they're trying to see this and like yeah I feel like it's one of those things definitely true um what's your dream job like what, what do you think your career path is right now in your life oh mine yeah I feel like mine right now I really like education like with like with my whole heart I remember the other day I was thinking um you know you're sitting in a meeting like the ones before school start and like mm-hmm. you see some old teachers in there like they've been teaching 20 30 years and you're like damn like yeah. so you think like shit can I do this for 20 30 years yeah and you know you start having those thoughts and um the one thing that I realized was like after the first day of school was like it's never the same like the wave of kids I got this year night and day different from last year and it's not like a bad different or good difference just they're different yeah and like i think the thing that got me was it was the second day of school um poor student man she was like worried out of her mind because she missed her zero period and she didn't know what it was and you know i told my kids the first day of school i'm like if you guys need anything i know you guys are new come to my class and the fact that she actually did and like you could tell you know she was like she was relieved and then like that later that day too i had another student be like your class is my favorite class and it was very like the second day (laughs) i was like we haven't even done anything, but, like, you know, the fact that you already like it, like, I, I could tell that that's kind of where I want to stay. I think that's yeah. a cool thing about education because it's not like an office job where you sit down a whole, like, 20 years doing the same mm-hmm. uh, repetitive thing on a computer. With education, you have, like, every day is different. Like, every yeah. a kid's going to walk in with a different attitude. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be a roller coaster, but, like, it's 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 fun. Like, because yeah, it's I, something different, like, so every day. So, I work at my alma mater. So, I sat down with one of my old teachers, and, um, you know, he, he retired last year. Um, which was my first year teaching and I was like, yeah, you know, and he told me he's never had a bad day teaching You know, there's been some hard days, but like never been one where you're like unrewarded and man Like I never understood that until like yeah, I never had a bad day Like you have some days with some kids getting your face and you're just like dude, come on, man but, Oh my god, but no, I've been called like a fat bitch to assume. Oh, yeah By students? Oh, yeah, 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 cuz like you just give me attitude. And I was like, dude, come on, man And then like you just oh got mad, god. but you're the adult in the room, you know, you yeah, keep yeah. It cool um yeah i mean i I send students outside have a little talk with them let them know but never anything crazy you know that's never been a bad day but because after i get my master's i plan on doing like like a technology service i guess on Mm. the whole district i guess yeah yeah. there's a lot i was i looked up i joined oh yeah it yeah that's a cool mountain in there good money good hopefully i get to it but i'm pretty sure man they always know kind of it people will like redo a whole lab with like four clicks and they'll just run code and yeah, yeah if you I did this whole summer you work in it salute to you because that's freaking dope yeah. it is what about you serena what, what's your like end goal so like high school counselor or i want to be a, I, <laughs> I if you guys don't know i'm i've been a manager in retail for like three years three almost four now she got some stories i do have some stories my god what's your discount code <laughs> usa two no, no, no i'm just kidding um I don't know. Like right now I feel like I'm I like where I'm at, like being a manager at the store, like I get really good benefits and all. But obviously like I don't see a career in like working in retail my whole life. I wanna work my way into being able to like pay off my college and continue to pay off my vacations and all, but on the long run, like I wanna be some type of counselor. Like I think I pursued high school because my high school counselor like had a really good personal relationship with me. 
Um, I always had, like, great support from my mom to, like, leave college. But I remember at the time I wasn't pushed by, like, someone else to go. Like, basically, my goals weren't big enough. And I remember that, like, put me in a headspace to where, like, damn, like, what I'm doing isn't good enough. And that woman literally helped me pursue, like, to leave. Like, I remember I wanted to stay in Bakersfield and be like, you know what? I'll just stay alive here. And she helped me, like, helped me and motivated me, like, my senior and junior to, like, leave. Like, to move, like, move out, leave, experience college out from somewhere else. And I think I really enjoyed the experience I had with her. So it made me want to pursue a career that, like, benefited me. Yeah. But then I also want something that like I feel like I'll enjoy more. Like if I did couples therapy, Ooh. oh my god, that would be so fun knowing all the cheese man. Like <laughs> it's a career that like obviously benefits other people and like, you know, it's really influential, but it's like really funny and entertaining too. Very true. Very true. That's so good. you're a teacher here, right? You think you can you see yourself being a teacher that like in LA area? So I've talked to other teachers have you ever thought about like being a teacher somewhere else besides fresno get out of your hometown so my the reason i like teaching is because it's my community mm -hmm. so obviously when i was working in news like my big thing there was like enriching your community informing your community and it was cool because we did do a lot of good stories and stuff uh but i've never felt a more direct impact than in teaching in my community like i being able to tell my kids like yo i grew up on this block like i understand the things you guys are worrying about yeah like when they ask questions about like dress code and like all this other stuff like why we do stuff like that and i could tell them well back in the days like we had issues or like we had this or we had this it's a lot more understandable and personable and i feel like it's even an ounce of respect they give you like okay like this isn't just a teacher like that clocks out and then drives all the way to Clovis. Like, no, I clock out and drive like four blocks up. Yeah. And you know, I shop at the same Walmart y'all do. I have the same grocery stores. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yes, I could see myself like teaching, but I can't see myself feeling the same amount of like passion and like reward of not teaching my community. So that's cause yeah, it's big man. Like being able to tell kids like, oh yeah, like I had like, oh, Wingstop. Oh man, I remember back in the day when I <laughs> built that, like, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, but yeah, that's my thing. That, that's why I think I like teaching the most because it's my community. Yeah. I feel like if it was anywhere else, I wouldn't be able to relate. Like if I was in some like prissy area or like in the suburbs, like you know, what I'm saying like a rich school, I'd be like, yeah, no, I didn't. We didn't. We didn't have all this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can move up to being a vice principal to a principal. I can see I'd, that. I'd be down. Um, I like being in the classroom just because I feel like, like I said, it's like one on. You're building connections one on one, you know. Um, but I think for the purpose of like diversity and like making the impact I want, I would eventually, if I got a master's, it would probably be in some type of like educational leadership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hello, random, but I just remembered I could practice. The Is stop it? clock? Yeah, oh. the clock. Masashi always invests in like this podcast. He bought a stop clock so that we can see our run time. So we don't go like past like an hour for our podcasts. Yeah. Which is good because I set a timer this time. So we're like, Did 20, you? we're 20 minutes in right <laughs> That's now. That's not bad. Oh uh, yeah, we're going good. All right, Masashi, any questions you want to add before uh, we go on? Uh, not that I could think of right now. I'll mm -hmm. just ask some questions on top of my head. All right. So my thing is, now that summer vacation's ended, what has been the best thing you've done this summer vacation? I got hobbies. I obviously want to say, like, my festivals and, like, all the memories I've made, the trips I've made. But I want to say I got into reading. Oh, and nice. it's made me feel so, like, it, mentally, I feel like it's helped me, like, clock back in, you know? Um, it's kind of like a reset for me. Like, I've read three books in the past month and a half. Oh wow! And what I books? um so I've read Malibu Rising, the seven Ev the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'm reading Verity right now, and then I have November 9th that I'm gonna start tomorrow. Oh, yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, so I'm I like that. It's like 
I have something to do outside of like obviously like my social life. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's good to like tap into that. What about mm-hmm. you, Masashi? So I got a new job. I got paid. Yeah. Still broke. But uh, this this summer I actually did something a little different. I like I said I started the podcast. I was just I didn't want to be all talk this time, but it's so I talk with Cruz. Cooperated with me. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. And then. I try to find myself like my own kind of content on TikTok, and I think I found it, which oh, is the gym, yeah. the gym yeah, vlogs. Make sure you, make sure you guys Those gym vlogs are it's a little cringe, yeah, I mean, but you know. No, no, no it's they're just, entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's the thing. I mean, everything we do is cringe, man. Every, everything yeah. we do is cringe. But, but you yeah. enjoy it. I, I enjoy making them. Chris is always in the background. <laughs> get, it looks like we're messing around, but we actually get a solid workout in. I like when you do those like. Like the music effects were like dun, dance dun, breaks. Dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> random dancing. No. I'm, actually, I'm actually gonna record one tomorrow because lately I feel like I haven't been showing my chest day workouts. Oh yeah, I know you've just been doing like pull and legs. Yeah. Oh yeah, legs too. I see those. Especially because I don't have a spotter and I'm just like sometimes I'm in my zone. Like I need to like step away from recording and stuff. I just need to be in the zone and like actually work out like, like more than usual just because like mm-hmm. long days. When you have long days, you just want to just. You just want to like work out like yeah. viciously. Chest day workouts, man. Like if you're maxing, yeah, you gotta be in it to like not freaking drop the bar. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just I'm a I'm a solo. If I drop it, I drop it and I die. But just don't die. <laughs> I know. What is it called? I went. I've been doing the whole 5 a.m. gym thing for like the past week. I was squatting on the first day, half asleep. I forgot to put my back strap on, and like I hit like 285, I think. And I felt something like tweak, and I was like, oh, I should have put my strap on. You <laughs> squat a lot, man. And I don't even squat that much. It, I mean, when you weigh 275. It ain't too bad. We're getting there. We're getting there. You're like, I'm almost at three plates. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I got over the whole, like, lifting for mass thing versus, like, lifting, like, what for you want to do. Yeah, I just learned that that's – and then now I do cardio now. Like, I try to hop in the treadmill every time I go just because, I don't know, I'm trying to switch it up. Mm-hmm. I want to get back into swimming, though. That's, that's the big goal. I mean, you switch gyms, so. GB3. I did switch gyms. You gotta swim. All the old people be going there. I ain't gonna lie, though. It's like, always, like, the, the people with, like, their caps, and they're just, like, mm-hmm. swimming in place. It's yep. so funny. Uh, yeah, no, but I be taking showers there in the morning, and I'm just like, God, please don't let me see a student. <laughs> like, dear God. Like, don't. Oh, I take a shower there? Yeah, well, because, yeah, I just go shower, change, and then go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, it's a, good, it's a good little thing, and then I have a breakfast in my classroom. It's nice little, nice What little time do you wake up? So, what time do you go to gym? What time do you wake up? Wake up at 5.30. Okay, so this has been the past four days. I'm trying to at least go for a solid month. Because this is your first week of, like, a different routine. I know yeah, that. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy because, like, I bought melatonin. That was my key. Oh, I have that, To too. get me to go to sleep. Okay, so the night I DJed the Dodgers, I slept four and a half hours that night. I didn't realize, but I struggled with mild anxiety. Uh-huh. Like, my mind just went everywhere. And I, I didn't want to admit it, but I'm like, oh, shit, I, I get that, you know? Yeah. So I couldn't sleep. I just kept waking up. Um, so the night before school, I was like, you know, what, let me just try melatonin. Knocked me the hell out. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I had not had that deep of sleep in like dreams in a long time. Cause I cut out caffeine and a lot of other things mm-hmm. that got me like, so I think I woke up, I went to sleep like at nine, woke up like around four 30 and I found that was too early. Cause I was at, at like school, like an hour and a half before work started. Yeah. Um, so the next day I was like, all right, let me like wake up at five 30. I'll get to the gym by six. That's been perfect because I get there by six, do like 45 minutes of weights, do like 15 cardio, and then I hop in the shower and then change, and then I'm at work like 30 minutes. When do you make your breakfast, or you don't? Um, I so I've been doing like yogurt and granola. Okay. And then that holds me over. Then I prep my lunches, just because when you're teaching, you do not have time to go get lunch. Like by the time you go to your car and you leave, like that's already like 
10 minutes into like a 30 minute lunch break. You, you guys know? only get 30 minutes? I mean, it's a little more than that. I think it's like 40, but like still, you know, yeah, by the time yeah. you eat and stuff. So I pack lunch. I mean, so that saves me some money and yeah. calories. But uh, yeah, that's good. I lost like 10 pounds doing that, which was uh, really cool. So good. it was fun. Mm -hmm. Good time. Was it you that told me that the reason why kids have recess for teachers to be on a yeah, break? Yeah, so they can get their money oh, to break. Yeah, it's low key a break too. Yeah. That's your hell of mind. Fuck me. So recess in the morning. It's, yeah, to break up the day, but the other thing, too, is, like, at elementary schools, at least, your teachers will switch off on yard duty and stuff. So, like, some days you won't get that break, but you'll get it somewhere else. Um, but, yeah, no, teachers need a break, man. We're tired of being in classrooms all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Like, if you guys don't know any teachers, having to use the bathroom. Like, third period, like that gap, there is a line in the teacher's bathroom. And there's only, like, one or two per hall. Yeah. So, yeah, like. We gotta piss, man. Like, man, just go to the student one. Yeah, might as not, well. Heck no, that's hella. That's like, I think, the, I don't know if that's illegal, but I'm pretty sure, like, you're not supposed to do that. Really? Yeah, oh, it makes sense. Thing. Like, yeah. a grown adult with some kids. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not supposed to do that, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah, that's how it is. Okay. You should get a protein shake. Oh, yeah. I bought a whole pack of uh, the Premier ones. They're in my fridge. Because, I, oh, yeah, I bought a fridge for my classroom. Clutch. Clutch. Your, your students ever use it or no? Hey, I'm better not touch my protein. <laughs> fade on site, man. Mr. Gonzalez is not in his room. Let's go in his fridge. Oh, my God. We swole. Oh, yeah. My students found me lifting on TikTok like last year. They were like, you could, they said, you could deadlift two plates. I was like, you know, to them, that's a lot. Because they're freshmen. <laughs> I was like, you know, we just. We they're just like, damn. Here. I don't they're know how like, to chill like that. Oh, like, yeah. You know, we're just, you know, Mr. Gonzalez is just out here getting these gains and these grades. You feel me? But no, it was just funny. But yeah, I know. I mean, I kind of ran out of questions because we ran through them really quick. So I, I, I want you to resort to social media and let's do some viewer questions, Yes. Sashi. Now you got some good ones. Mm. What's a scam that be... <laughs> Damn, Damn Jesus. My bad. This thing was... It's, it's pretty good. Wait, do you have more? I want to try it. I have a little bit left. One we couldn't try on because now we had a... <laughs> Her allergies. What's a scam that becomes so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? My number one is service fees. Like, for festivals and just normal tickets. Like, why am I paying three extra dollars for this? Like... Yeah. Oh no! I think it goes back to like the Amazon principle. Like the easier you make things to buy, the more people will buy them. And just, just, just tack it in on the feed. Don't, don't. Just tell me what the price is. What's the price? Uh, that's what I think it is. What about y'all? Mine's. I say diamonds. Oh yeah. Go to, I could go to Home Depot and buy some knives. There'll be diamond tips for less than fifty dollars. I just cut the tip off and probably sell that for more. Yeah, like diamond. Wait, dim diamonds? Like diamonds? Like it's diamonds? Like rocks itself. It's just rock. So certain blades on certain tools need mm -hmm. to have diamonds on them because obviously it's like stronger than other metals. Mm -hmm. So that'll cut through certain things. So that's what Masaj is saying. It's like okay, mm -hmm. so if I'm buying a blade mm -hmm. with literal shards of diamond all over it, yeah. Why is this diamond in a jewelry? gonna cost that much i could just go find a rock and well did, did you see i forgot what's it called there's moissanite like a, yeah moissanite everybody's buying moissanite rings mm -hmm. now yeah and like they say those used to be heck of cheap but now it's driving up the price of those so they can like compete with diamonds yeah because they're they have the same clarity as a diamond but they're literally like a whole different level of like a how would you feel if uh you got like a moissanite wedding ring is that what I wouldn't care. Honestly, like, I'm gonna go tell Lito, hey, go to Home Depot, no. buy diamonds there. All right, hold on. <laughs> I better not get like a chopped up diamond. But like, I've told him a million times over, I do not want a big ring. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want something that's like covers half my finger. Obviously, like, I don't want something that you gotta be like <laughs> looking for. But like, I want like a modest, modest size one, really cute. Like, yeah. the to me, when I get engaged, it's more like how it's presented, like how much it means to us and all. Mm -hmm. I don't want like some big ass diamond covering my knuckle, but I also don't care if it's like a huge diamond, you know, just as long as it's something that's personable to me. I love it. 
That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I I see Costco for ring shopping. That's the. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go to Walmart and be like, does this look? Does this look familiar? Like, tell me. Tell me right now. You gonna get married? <sighs> yeah. Somebody, oh yeah, I am. Somebody's crazy enough to do that with me. <laughs> we'll see. What about you, Masashi? Hell no. Nah, I don't know. He'll do the Japanese tea ceremony with it, like. <laughs> Dude, the Japanese weddings are fucking long. Really? I went to my aunt's like when I was like third, fourth. I don't remember when, but I was tired. It was like I had to change from traditional clothes to like regular suit and tie. I was oh, like, man. bro. Marriage makes me excited. Like, obviously, I'll, I'll go to like, weddings. I'll, yeah, it's years along the road. Yeah, but so doing DJing so many weddings, I can tell you, like where to cut your corners and like what people won't notice like there's so much stuff people spend on weddings that like you could have gone you could have lived without it i used to cater weddings like uh, yeah. i literally and i think that's what like helped me learn like what i want what i don't how to like adjust my wedding to like what i want because it's always like accommodated towards like what your crowd wants and so many times like We'd have Bridezilla over things that she realized she didn't want. Yeah, yeah. And then it would the, the people that would complain the most would be the moms. The moms Mother of the bride. Of the brides, oh my god. Those are the ladies that always come to the DJ super bitchy for no reason. And you're like, yeah. ma'am, what you just told me to do, I already knew to do that because you told me two times before this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fuck that, bro. I fucking hate that. One thing that I do, like, I'm stuck on is like, I don't know if I want like a big wedding, huge like reception and all, and like to do something personable to the experience, or to do a small wedding, a, like an elopement, like in a nice location with like a small amount of people, and then have a big honeymoon. Mm. Because like I know that's one night that I won't forget, and like I can, honeymoon I can always like extend like later. Yeah. But then it's also like damn like timeline of it. I'd want to do something. So what I see a lot of couples do, or at least I've DJed this a few times, is like they'll elope with like a small group. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have like a modest backyard party with people that matter. Yeah. Because the one thing I learned, man, if you're going to spend money on a wedding, your guests better be freaking lit. Yeah. Like they better make that party. I've been to so many like nice weddings where they invite some whack people. You're yeah. like, dude, you just, you paid me $1,500 to DJ this. Got the wrong crowd. And nobody's dancing. Like, and I'm, I'm playing good music. It's the music y'all asked for and the music people are requesting. But like the two people that want to dance don't want to dance because like everybody's just kind of judgy. Like, dude, yeah. like, go on and dance, man. Like, have a good time. But yeah. Like you, Masashi, what'd you do? For what? A wedding. A like, wedding? Dude, I don't, even, I don't even think that far ahead in my life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I need to have someone. Nah, 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 nah. You gotta have, like, some kind of idea, like, if you get married. As particular as you are with most things, I feel like you would have an idea. Mm-hmm. An idea? Definitely not in somewhere. I'll probably, I'll probably do it in Hawaii. Oh! oh. Down. I'm 5% podcast in Hawaii. Send out the save the day. <laughs> I'll see you there. Why is it good? One? I'm, I'm obviously not gonna have Cruz as my DJ because I need this guy to freaking. Hell no! I'll be on Ox right there. <laughs> I don't know what the flavors mix. The flavors mix. <laughs> hopefully by then I'll have some like. Hopefully I'll have, make like major friends from EDC. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But. Hey, that's crazy. You guys are talking far into the future that might not even exist. Damn, that's kind of deep. Yeah, it's a little okay. Well, that because yeah, I know we hella straight away from the original one like scams it like. Yeah. So did you did you say one's or no? No. She didn't even think of one. I, no, I mean, I've thought of one, but it's a little controversial. But it's like... Let's hear it. Like, I'm here for the controversy. Health junkies. Uh. I I remember when I first started, like, working out and stuff, like, I was, like, influenced by, like, 
like I, I follow TikTok influencers who will like um, help me fix my form, know what workouts to add in, like what diets to like add into um, like my, my meals and all. But like I was in between people that were like smoothies, make sure you're adding your like um, your collagen and make sure you're adding your greens or else you're not being healthy. But then also like I remember I was so scared to gain weight. I didn't even want to lift weight. I wanted to be like cardio bunny and just like mm. do that to stay slim. But my goal was to gain weight, so it didn't make sense. And I remember like following influencers that were like, yeah, don't lift, do cardio, you'll gain muscle from there, just treadmill this and that. But then also like seeing the ideal body that I wanted from like smaller girls that had um, muscle. And those are the people that were like eating more and like working out more. Like I've struggled with like eating disorders like my whole life. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to tell myself like I, I want to gain weight, but then I see myself gain weight and I'm like, shit, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I always struggle with, like, gaining weight and seeing, like, the progress and being like, oh, my God, like, I'm so proud of myself. Then I look at the scale, and it doesn't look like a success to me. Yeah, I feel that. Like, I know when I started going to the gym, because I started going to the gym, like, during COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, my buddies would always ask me, like, oh, are you losing weight? Because, you know, naturally, as a bigger dude, they think you go to the gym to lose some weight. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I kind of wanted to see was how much weight I could lift. Because before, I had terrible for body strength. Like, I could barely bench the bar. Yeah. I could barely, I, I think I squatted like 25s on each side. Like I, I had no form, I, you know, I could barely even do a dip like assisted. Like I had to put all the weight on. Um, but like the fact I think is like those non-scale victories were like, yeah, like mm -hmm. I remember the day I finally was able to bench a plate. I, I, that's something I thought I'd never be able to do. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of like, yeah, like back to what you're saying, like it's, it's your journey. Like it's, it's, it's what you're doing. Yeah, I remember when I first started working out, um, I would like, I, I didn't go to Smith Machines. I knew I wanted to be able to squat with the bar. And I remember being so pissed at myself because I could not like, I would be wobbling holding that bar and just being like, crap, crap. Like I need to start with lower weight. And I pushed myself to just be able to do that. Then started adding weight, mm -hmm. started adding, you know. And um, when I started eating more, obviously like I noticed like the weight gain in like different areas. Like my legs started getting a little better. My arms started getting toned and it was like so successful. And I think once I hit the mark to where I knew I wasn't underweight anymore, I was like, okay, I'm doing so good. Um, but when I started seeing like a little more weight gain in my face and in my waist, obviously like if I want leg gains, they gotta sacrifice. And uh, it's obviously like not noticeable to people that are like, oh my God, you're skinny, like da 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 da. But like, I remember I went from like a size zero, when I went from a size double zero to size one, I was like, oh God, this is like, I hate it. Like I, I hated it and it was hard to understand like this is healthy. Like you were unhealthy, you were underweight. This is what you were like looking for. And I think it's just like the perception of like what social media like I, I personally follow. I follow people that are like small, slender, like like cute aesthetic, but then the ideal body that I want is like those two don't mesh. Mm, got it, got yeah. It. I think you're just being scared of your body changing because it's so different. I am. Yeah. yeah. But in reality, like, just go to the gym, lift the weights. Lift. You could go heavy as you want. If you're improving your weight, improve. But ma the main key point is the kitchen and the portion you eat. Yeah. I see yeah. a lot of people putting like, uh, the way I like, um, the way I eat. Rice will be like the size of my palm, like around here, mm -hmm. like right here. Mm -hmm. That'll be a mountain of rice I'll be use, and then it'll be some sort of protein. Like, I eat chicken or beef. Mm -hmm. I don't. I try to stay away from pork a lot, just cause like. I know what pigs eat, so it's kind of just. Yeah. I'm not trying to eat that, but I still eat it. Pork chops. Bacon. Here and there. That's the one thing. Yeah, it was. But yeah, just your portion, like, just 
If you want to eat green, I don't look, look at me. I don't eat vegetables. I, I mean, I do sometimes, but I don't eat vegetables. I just, he said, just look at me. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I'm like, Sabrina's catching up to me. I am. No, but, I'm um, just kidding. it's honestly your portion of how much you eat. Yeah. And if you want to fast, you fast. I, pres- I don't have a choice but to fast because I wake up in the morning, try to get my morning done. But it's a portion, the size you eat. Uh, stay away from it's very high. Um, what is it called? Hyper fructose corn syrup. No, oh. it's freaking. <laughs> I, it sounds like a high hypocr- fructose. <laughs> I was gonna sound like a hypocrite. I was like, don't eat sweets, but I have sweets in my. You're head literally right drinking a truly <laughs> with Oreos and a fruit. No, but I do. But um, I, to be honest, um, uh, what when I first started, I counted my calories and my macros, like on my fitness pal. I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I, I did that for a year, and I made a big difference. I lost hella weight. Uh, I got more definitions, but um, yes. after a year, I kind of. I stopped using it because like, I just, I, I guess it got to a point where I like, I knew what I was eating because mm-hmm. it was so repetitive. Mm-hmm. I kept my same meal plan. I never got tired of it. In the morning, I wake up, I wake up, go to the gym, come home, shower, make my rice. I make eggs and I make my like, I, I used to eat sausages as protein because it was just easy to cook. But any kind of protein, like I dash them up. I, if you eat like chicken nuggets, I'll put like 12 of them. Yeah. And then I'll eat that. And then four or five hours later, I'll get hungry again. Nah, I feel that. Dude, my fitness pal, so that's, yeah, I was teaching nutrition, and I was like, oh, you know, me teaching nutrition unit, but what got me and what made me understand my weight gain was when, you know, we, I do an assignment with my students where they look up um, their favorite thing to get at fast food. Mm-hmm. In college, munchy meals with a freaking bee's knees, oh, they're, so good. they're literally like 1,700 calories. One like, meal? Yeah, 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 because you got to think, it's like a chicken tater meal, like two tacos, and like, it's, it's a lot of yeah. calories. Um so one of my students, you know, the, the, the lesson, I was like, you know, 500 calories a day, 3,500 calories a week, that's about a pound a week if you could drop that. Yeah. And I didn't want to, like, teach my students something that I didn't know if it was true myself. So I was like, all right, let me try it. So on my fitness pal, I started meal prepping and I started doing that. And yeah, like, like that's how I lost 10 pounds right there, like, just doing that. And I had been going to the gym for, like, a solid year already by that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't see any weight loss until I did that, which is, which is insane. Uh, know what you're eating. Yeah, know yeah. what you're eating, 100%. I can definitely tell, like, there were things that I did cut out of my diet. Like, I I, I cut milk, not dairy, I cut milk mm-hmm. out of my diet. So, like, I substitute with almond milk. And, and that's, like, a lot less calories. Yeah, not only calories, but, like, you're not, like, your body consuming milk, it's just, like, it, it inflammates. Like, I don't know what the hell the word is. Right, right, it, inflames your, <laughs> it inflames your skin. It makes you bloat. Like, dairy itself, like, when you consume it, it just, like, isn't beneficial for you. So, obviously, like, it has calcium, so it's good for your bones. But, like, genetically-wise, it's just hard to consume, or at least on my end. Well, think of so it this way. M- milks are meant for a baby cow to drink. Yeah, it is. We're yeah. not baby cows. Yeah. We're to drink milk, bro. Freaking the cheekies, yeah. bro. <laughs> when, I, when I got it out of my system, I, I like, stopped getting cystic acne. Can't wait to try them out one day. Yeah, no, I'm so... I feel that, though, because, like, I'm lactose. And, yeah, uh, they feel it, huh? What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I just get that under chest wet. Because I'm like slouching. Uh, what is it though? Fucking, um, where was I at? Yeah, lactose. I'm lactose, lactose intolerant, so I mean, mm. I can't eat yogurt and it won't mess me up too bad, but dairy and ice cream? Like, dairy, ice cream, and cheese? Cheese. Oh, yeah, cheese. Mm. Depending on what kind of cheese, like the way it's like made, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to make more of a routine, though, because like when I'm, when I like personally feel like I'm doing good, I go on a routine. Like I go to the gym five days a week. 
Um, I make sure to portion my meals. My snacks are like on the healthier side and I definitely like rationalize when I eat them. But when I'm like doing bad, I binge eat bad. Like I can either go with barely eating a meal a day, no snacks, or eating everything in sight. Mm -hmm. And like, it's hard to like accept that that's not okay. Cause like I've told myself for so long, like I'm small, so it doesn't matter. But like mentally it fucks you up. Like to be able to like look back and think like, that's not helping me. And like looking looking at the table and being like, geez, like what am I doing? It, it sucks. Like, and it, it does take a toll. Like I went from like being slim, but like having more progression with like my, my muscle, my muscle main, mm -hmm. muscle gain. And then now I'm just like back to like, I'm skinny, but that's that's about it. Like all my muscle mass is gone just because like I eat like crap, haven't gone to the gym, so it's like I know once I get back into my routine how to do it. No, that's real. Um, I, what was it? I forgot what podcast. I think it might have been Joe Rogan. Um, but they're talking. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Solid though. It was uh, he was saying how like if you tell yourself you're gonna go to the gym and you don't, that's like a big mental toll on yourself. It is. And then um, there was another YouTuber I was watching called Matthew Dadella. Uh -huh. He was talking about how, like, if you're trying to build a habit, don't let yourself go two days without doing that habit. So if it's like the gym, don't let yourself go two days without doing it. Yeah. And I find when I stick to that, that's, like, perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously you hit that third day and you're like, son of a gun. <laughs> you're like, you know what? That couch is calling me. Yeah. Well, when you get asked why you go to the gym, just respond back, like, do you eat breakfast or lunch every day? Yeah, that's it's literally the same thing. That's the mindset you have to get into to like keep doing it. Is like, yeah, it's just part of your life. like. That's the thing. Going at five a.m., I'm like, oh, this will be my life for now. Like, mm -hmm. up at five, going to work, and it's like it's been cool. Like even if you don't go in the morning, you go to work. But then like while you're at work, you're like, I need to figure out the time to go. Yeah. yeah. So, like if you don't, because me personally, if I don't go, my day doesn't start. Yeah. So that's the one thing about going at five a.m. that I thought I was gonna hate, but I actually love. I'm not tired at work anymore. I'm tired at the gym, and like I work out that tiredness. By the time I get to work, I'm ready to go. Like, it, it's nice. It wakes you up. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you, you wake up, like, let's say you wake up and go to work, right? But you're still half, like, you're still trying to wake up for, like, mm -hmm. at least another two hours. But if you go to the gym, you're, like, ready in mindset. You got your mind, like, like organized. And it's a cool way to start your day, to be honest with you. Like, listening to music, just vibing on, on your own. Like, it's nice, man. Like, my only yeah. problem is I got to shower and wash my hair. <laughs> yeah, so I had to order some shower supplies. I had to order, like, a like a silicone loofah, because I can never get a normal loofah, because mm -hmm. I can just get that in my bag. Um some sh uh, shower sandals that I've been using my Burks. <laughs> you use uh, your Burks in the shower? No, like, they're Turks. They're Target oh. Burks. The oh. <laughs> Target Burks. But, the Turk? Uh, but, you know, yeah, 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 you, gotta, you gotta order some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Easier, but, yeah. What about some Crocs? Crocs? Nah. Oh, you have Crocs? Yeah, Crocs are the way I'm a little Croc charm student. Like you ain't Crocking, you ain't rocking. Uh, I'm still rocking my Burks out fucking gym. What do you mean? You Wait, you don't have Crocs. I don't have Crocs. Instead of your name, Birkin. Yeah. You ain't working. Yeah, you ain't working. Well, I'm not crocking or rocking at the gym either, but I can't do all that. I just be wearing my normal shoes. Well, I have my gym. I ha I have a backpack where I have everything in there now, so it's pretty cool. I ordered a lock, and I tried to reset the lock, and it didn't reset it, and mm. the original one doesn't work, so I gotta return my lock. <laughs> Don't reset it. I know that's probably. Or just get a key lock. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. But anyway, y'all, I think um, I think we're almost at like 50 minutes. Call it? No, I'm not the host today. All right, so we're going to call it, y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all joining us for this back-to-school episode, talking about habit building and some back-to-school tips. I'm Cruz Gonzalez, your host, joined by... Oh, by Sabrina. <laughs> and... Mustachi. And we'll catch y'all next week. Make sure you guys listen to us on... What is it? Apple, Apple Music. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. And then we'll be on YouTube. You have YouTube Premium? 
You could just turn off your phone, you could lock your screen, and listen to us. That sounds like a great deal. Well, until next week, y'all. Cheers. I don't have any, but. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about fitness content while we're freaking eating. I know, bro. <laughs> I'm like. And then we're acting like we're about to go get food right now. Hashtag balance.